This is Table Talk 20.5 from the guys at Late Afternoon Gaming. Tonight, we're talking about my computer problems, government conspiracies, and inspiration. After that, head over to Session 21 to check out our first steps into the Amber Temple. Enjoy. Before we get to the Ombudsman Report, um, I wanted to make uh, two announcements. Uh, Announcement number one... um, Given the Supreme Court decision about abortion, I am now withholding sex from all of the women of America. Oh, um, interesting. I, That's very I will not be having sex with any of you. Um, Are you withholding it from the men as well? Until you fix this, I make no... I'm making no declaration about sex with men. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll leave that to your imagination. But anyway, I think that uh, this is uh, really... Um, well, I mean, it's my body, my choice, and if I want to, you know, end the terminate the life of a fetus with it, I should be able to do that. And um, yeah, so anyway, I'm making a stand. I wanted everyone to know about it. Uh, second thing I wanted to let everyone know is that I uh, looked up the terms of use and the end user license agreement for the HP apps that you need to use because I wanted to see if they had anything in there about. Oh, great! Yeah. Um, you know, about whether or not they would, like, siphon up your documents and they would just tell you in the EULA. Um, they, they don't, um, they don't say anything, like, interesting. It's all very standard boilerplate EULA <laughs> stuff. But I, I thought there might be, like, a spicy little, like, oh my god, they just tell you right there and on, like, page 16 that they're gonna, you know, when you, uh, scan your birth certificate, they're gonna sell it to somebody in, you know, in China. They don't say that. So... You know, on my, well, my now, I, now I both trust and love HP again. Yeah, so I'm sure it's on the app and up is what I'm saying. It's not. They, they have not told us they're doing it, so we should assume that they are not. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. And that's all I safe, got. Safe bet. Okay. Well, for the Ombudsman Report, that actually segues pretty well into my first comment, uh, which is something that Nerf remarked upon when I was talking about HP versus Epson. I made a comment to the effect of uh, I would like for Epson to sponsor us, um, and that if HP wanted to sponsor us, they would have to pay me a lot more. Uh, and uh, Nerf said something like, "You know, it's not a no," and uh, and he's he's correct. I, I do want to state for the record that I am willing to you know sell out and accept sponsorship money from virtually anybody. Um, but but it's just you know the, my where I I lay down my principles is. But those people that I don't like or don't support have to pay me more in order for me to advocate for their products. So, like, if Little Caesars, yeah. as an so example, wants like to you're... sponsor us, they're going to have to pay me more. Yeah, <laughs> it's justified because you're you're hurting them. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. that's good. I, I, like I, that. I do want to clarify something there, though. I am not interested in playing ads on the podcast. What I am consenting to do is read ads or otherwise have product a pla- product placement appear in the campaign. Yeah, we've already talked about Jello yeah, Brand, yeah, Jello yeah. 10. Yeah, yeah, I would love product placement would be funny. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, so normally with podcasts, people don't play ads. The people in the podcast do an ad read uh, at some point, either at the beginning or in the middle or at some point. I don't think I've I've listened to a lot of podcasts where there's just like a straight up we're cutting to an ad that's like, you know, a pre-recorded thing by someone else. Although I'm sure it does exist. No, um, I mean, now that you think about it, I, I agree that that's, that's pretty uncommon. Um, but So what you're saying is that you're okay with the normal advertising model in podcast? I, yeah, I guess I'm okay with the advertising status quo 
you know, in the podcasting medium. Um, right. But what I would prefer is that, um, like, what I am willing to sell is my body. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not to women, as we've established. Yeah. Not, well, not to not to women. Um, maybe not to men. I just haven't said that. So sure. Right. Um, but what I am willing to do is, you know, if if you want me to wear a T-shirt with your brand on it, or uh, a hat, or you want to put a decal on my car. Um, I will do all those things. I will send emails to my coworkers and risk getting fired. <laughs> um, awesome. Like I, you know, that's, that's what I'm willing to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's a Simpsons episode about that <laughs> where, uh, <laughs> he just like personally starts, you know, wearing brands of some kind and, and annoying people with it. And that's like a, his form of advertising. Um, I mentioned something uh it was the source of the maps i had used for the witch hunt series last time but i didn't link to it so i'm going to provide that as a link in this table talk uh to make up for it uh i i failed to look it up again it's something called like it's like dan's maps or something on patreon uh i spent a good amount of time during the table talk last time like berating duncan over scent preferences like well but why don't you like these scents blah, blah, blah. Is, yeah uh, that was a weird uh, episode and i just uh, yeah. didn't comment on it when it was happening but you you <laughs> seemed to like you had some very strong opinions that were not necessary at all yeah it was really stupid <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know duncan you did make a comment to the effect of uh you know i just Maybe I just have these preferences and, you know, if I don't have to justify them. And maybe that's okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you're totally right. And it was really stupid of me to uh, to, to push it like I did. I don't know why. Because yeah, I don't really feel you. strongly about it. So I don't know why I did that. The, the most confusing thing about all this is I even developed a revolutionary new scent. And that wasn't good enough for you. No, I liked Midnight Epiphany. That was fine. Midnight Epiphany. <laughs> yeah. Did we determine uh, what Midnight Epiphany would smell like? It smells no, I, like... I don't, I don't think Dreams so. and moonbeams. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it would be like it would smell like you know existential dread or something because it's a midnight epiphany. It's not that kind of epiphany. Oh, okay. It could be. You know what? Maybe this is a layered candle. Mm-hmm. Ah, and okay. And all, all you know, you're smelling it, and you're like, wow, it smells really relaxing and and uh, interesting. And then all of a sudden, you go, oh no, and you're filled with dread. <laughs> yeah. And then you realize go. that your your candle just turned, but then it switches back, and you know. It's um, mm-hmm. no, that yeah. is interesting. Yeah, it's a real roller coaster of a, you know, of a, a scent experience. I like it. But that's what late afternoon gaming candles are. Mm-hmm. It's not just. It's not there to be part of the background. Um, it's not um, something that you consume passively that you just have burning in your home. <laughs> burning a candle. A late afternoon gaming candle would be an experience unto itself. You would light it and you would sit there and watch it. Mm. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah. Hey, I'll buy one. And you would be captivated by it. Sure. Uh, for the session, uh, it started off pretty funny, I think. Um, so we started off session 20 with a long summary of the campaign up to that point. Uh, because it had been months um, and, you know, a 10 sessions or not sessions but 10 podcasts since we had done like an actual campaign session or so so the way duncan you started it off was you said hey i want to do a summary uh, but i don't really want this to be a monologue i'd rather you know we'd kind of do this as a group and then Mission i proceeded to just monologue yeah. for 20 straight minutes about what had happened in the campaign up to that point um which i think it was a fine summary but it was just it's funny 
the... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would have cut you off, but you did a very good job. Um, but I want you to know retroactively that you were on thin ice. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I felt it the whole time. Um, yeah. I was waiting for, like, the shepherd's hook to come out and drag me off stage. Aptly named. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, the, the only other thing I had for the session, uh, I thought it was a really good session, uh, but I I could have done a much better job of letting uh, the, the Cockabee character moments breathe a little bit. Um, there was a really good character episode for Cockabee. Um, just a, a lot of... Um, a lot of big emotional hits coming towards him with Arena. Um, so there's Arena dying. He's wearing the the furs that the Burgomaster's son used to yeah. have, and then the the experience with the uh, the long deceased on top of the tower and all that. Um, and not on all three of those occasions, but uh, definitely, especially at the end. Um, I don't know if I just wasn't paying enough attention to what was going on, but uh, you know. Conkaby's got this moment on top of the tower talking to this, you know, dead warrior who had, you know, died protecting this area from the forces of Strahd or whatever, uh, and he's you know, really, like, eating up this moment and experiencing it, and then Don's like, I'm cold, I'm going inside and, like, making a big show of it <laughs> and just kind of um, interrupting the, the flow of it, and I wish I hadn't done that Well, uh, I, th- I thought you were fucking with me No, I, I just, I wasn't paying enough attention and I, I wasn't, like I wasn't absorbed enough in the moment to notice, like, that it was, like, a, a really good moment. And so I was just like, well, I haven't said anything in a while. <laughs> and I, hey, Cockamy, what are you up to? Hey, what's going on? We, yeah, yeah. we kind of touched yeah, on this. Have you tried Branch Ellison? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we kind of touched on this during the table talk last time, I think, where we were covering, like, the pros and cons of in-person versus virtual. And I, I think that is that is one thing you lose on virtual gaming is... Is most of the time you're not looking at the other person so it can it can be really hard to pick up on that oh like okay yeah this is like their character building moment because um, yeah, if, if we'd been in person right, you would yeah. have seen that nerf was crying y- y- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah exactly. been, you would have seen the tears in my eyes as i was so distraught it's a double whammy because it's it's not just that you can't see the other person and so i mean if you're looking at another person you don't find out they're saying something by hearing. Like, there's a lot of visual telegraphing that they're going to say something. Yeah. But then there's the added issue of that slight delay. So, uh, there are there's so much more, um, I guess, talking over each other and interruption that you get uh, remotely like this that you would not have in person. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, it's uh, multi-causal. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a concept. Like, yeah, yeah. something can have more than one causes. That's that's nuts. I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, I learned that at DM's college. Not, not mm-hmm. my America. Oh, <laughs> You're right, yeah. Everything's monocausal. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's it for the Ombudsman Report. Uh, like I said, I think we... Overall, it was a really good session. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, and had some good stuff in it. And got us cleanly from one place to another in one session, which is always a good thing. Um <laughs> For our podcast stats, uh, there are some actually somewhat interesting things to talk about. So we are at 899 total downloads, uh, which, you know, we're, we're getting closer to 1,000, which is exciting, except when you consider that we've now got over 50 different, uh, like, discrete episodes out, if you include all the table talks and everything else. So the, <laughs> the average view, uh, or the average listen count per episode is is pretty low. It's less than 20. 
But, so we did run an ad, or actually we are in the, we are currently running an ad on Reddit uh, for our podcast, and so far, there is no discernible impact <laughs> to, to viewership. Um, How does the ad shocking. work? Does it pop up on certain subreddits? Or? So it does. So the way I had set it up is it, like, I could pick some certain areas where I thought that we would have, like, the most impact. Um, so, for example, it's probably not going to show up on, like, a gardening subreddit, um, whereas it will show up on the, it's, it's on the Delta Green subreddit, as an it's example. It's on the abortion subreddit. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I made some selections about, you know, tailoring the audience a little bit, um, so that, it, yeah, it's not just appearing in random places. Um, and people have clicked on it, according to Reddit. Um, and, and, like, people are seeing it. Like, the ad is being served and people are clicking on it. But this is not translating into more downloads that I can see. You know, maybe um, it's a false, like, it's like a Tinder thing where, you know, they're like, oh, oh yeah, people are swiping. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's like just feeding you bad you get, information so you keep putting coins in. You get right, that just making shit up like and just sending it to other me. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then what they're not telling you is the people clicking it are bots that they're controlling. Uh, right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, when it comes to the downloads, um, so the ad, I started running it on July 25th, um, and we've got, like, just, like, the normal amount of downloads starting on, so on the 25th, you know, I published the episodes on the 24th, so we've got, like, the residual downloads of the people who didn't get it on the 24th, and then for the rest of the week, when the ad continues to run... You know, there's like one, two, three downloads a day, um, and it doesn't seem like they, like all the numbers are are no different than what they normally are. So, one good thing we can say though is there's been a consistent upward trend in the download count, like the cumulative download count. We have never yeah, we've never lost downloads. We've never <laughs> lost any total downloads. Yeah, that is true. Um, That's a, that is a positive note that I hadn't considered. Right. So, and, and I mean, so that's once that turns on us, that's a bad sign. Yeah, I'll agree with that. So as long as that's not the case, we can continue yep. to consider ourselves successful. Yeah, that will really not bode well for our future success. If mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. But that is that's pretty much it. The ad is going to run for about another week. I think it stops on Friday. Um, so. Uh, you know, unless it really turns around in the second week of the ad, then I, I think we can consider that to be a, a failed experiment. But moving on from that, uh, there's something I would like to share with you guys. Uh, it's a relatively quick story, but it, it is one that makes me look stupid, so it's one you might enjoy. Okay, it seems so, like there's a lot of that today. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's about yelling about some yelling about candle scents. No, not this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, I, I've probably mentioned it on the podcast before, but the computer that I use for most things, my desktop, is is pretty old. It's about six years old at this point. Um, I, I built it myself, and at the time, in 2016 when I built it, it was pretty pretty top of the line uh, for like normal consumer-level computer. Um, and it has been, by and large, serving me very well ever since. But it has started slowing down in the last two years or so. Um, I've moved with it a couple times, and every time I move with it, I lose a little bit more capability, usually in the form of RAM slots. <laughs> so, but for the most part, it hasn't really affected performance too much. But recently, like within the past 
about a month or so, it's really started to act up on me. So the the big thing that happens is almost every time I turn it on now, it blue screens, and then I have to turn it on again, and then it works. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, so you know that's like normally not a good sign. Uh, and once once it is. You know, once we're past that double startup phase, it, it is, you know, functioning normally. I don't really have any problems with it after that. Um, but, I, you know, it's it's not a good sign. So I decided uh, like three weeks ago, I'm like, hey, I really need to back up everything on this computer uh, because, you know, any any second might be its last. I have no idea. And uh, so I, I ordered like a, a big external hard drive uh, and was waiting for it to show up. Well, it got here on sometime earlier this week, like on Tuesday or something. Um, and so what I said was, okay, this weekend I'm going to back up everything on the computer. Um, and then that way, you know, I'm safe and I've got other computers that aren't as powerful, but I'll be able to, you know, make do until I get a new desktop, uh, and everything will be good. So yesterday came home from work and was like, all right, I'm gonna turn on the computer. Um, you know, I, I need to make some adjustments to my setup and stuff anyway, but I'll go ahead and start doing the backup. Turn on my computer, and it blue screens. Okay, sure. <laughs> Turn it on again, and I get just a black screen that says, you know, cannot find boot device, plug in boot device, and then, you know, hit oh, any key. You don't need that. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. Okay. So you can't get an OS. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I, I turned it off, and then I... I you know, I'm just like, well, I'll just reset it again and see what works. See if it works. And then it gave me that screen again. I was like, oh no! Like, it is this really how this is going to happen? I have the hard drive in hand, and I could have, you know, done this at any point this week. And I, I waited the five extra seconds for no reason, and now I'm, I'm going to lose everything. Uh, well, I'm not going to lose it, but I'm going to make it that much harder to back all this stuff up. It's like, oh my god! Like, am I, am I that stupid? Uh, and so, you know, I, I just smacked it around a bit, turned it back on, and then it turned, it turned on. <laughs> and, <Perfect>. uh, so, <laughs> it's, so, I've, I've started the backing up process. Um, and I don't have, like, a ton of stuff. I got a total of, like, probably seven terabytes of stuff on the computer. Um, a, a shocking amount of which is the podcast, because we- I was we, gonna say, I suspect most of it is us. It's, it's not, well, so, because I already had to back up a lot of what we do. It was, like, the first- um, like 20 sessions or so are all on another external hard drive because since we do everything as a WAV file, um, every person's individual file is like two to three gigabytes most weeks. Um, so that means for every session, uh, you know, I've got 10 to 15 gigabytes of, you know, stuff. And then the, the final product, the final MP3 I export is like, you know, 300 megabytes or something. Um, but, I, I kept all of it. I still have all of it, just in case. I don't know. I'm probably never going to use it, but what if I want to? I don't know. Uh, but that means that very quickly, you know, my podcast folder, it, you know, explodes in size. So a significant portion of what I'm backing up is the podcast. Uh, but uh, that's that's going to be one of the things I do before I turn this computer off again is is make sure everything is backed up, and then uh, and then I'm I'm a little safer. But I just thought the timing of it was pretty funny where I had everything in hand and just was waiting arbitrarily and then almost almost lost the ability to execute the backup that I wanted to do. But we're safe, don't worry. <laughs> wow, what a story. Yeah, well, I guess I was just a real conversation killer, so <laughs> my bad. So how about those Biden deepfakes? Yeah, right. is that a thing? Oh, you didn't check the chat? Yeah, I, you know, I, I crafted this 
table talk topics thread and I dump <laughs> stuff in there and then we and you don't even look at it sorry I've been my, my schedule's a bit weird right now uh-huh I like the the article that um, someone posted right underneath the deep fake thing which is the <laughs> the headline and I'll just read it um, conspiracy That's, theorists it's keep fake, getting things right oh it is yeah I looked it up Damn so sorry uh, let, let me g- go ahead and read it and then and then I'll shit on it <laughs> okay. The headline is conspiracy theorists keep getting things right. Experts say that's dangerous. Um, and it, it is okay. Sure, it's fake. But well, read the, the caption under the photo. Movements like the Freedom Convoy are fueled by conspiracy theories, and when those theories are correct, it legitimizes them. <laughs> right. And so Uh-oh. this this got heavy circulation on social media. Friends sent it to me, and of course, I thought it was funny and thought this could absolutely be real, but. But it probably isn't. Um, and the problem with verifying whether or not it's real is if you go to someplace like Snopes, it's bound to say, like, you know, true or false, this is a real article. And then, you know, the Snopes will say, like, false, not a real article. I mean, yeah, they published it, but we don't like the implication. Um, you know, yeah, and, what and happened so, to Snopes? Like, uh, you have to be... <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know enough about what fact checkers are available to know like which ones are actually trustworthy um sure. so i you know this is like several minutes of me digging around trying to find the original article or an edited article or something like that but yes it, it appears that um it's a meme article it's it's a meme article it it you know it's not real at all um but it is very funny yeah, well, I think the and I'm just I'm going to talk out of my ass because I don't have any specific examples. But the meme that they're, you know, talking about here is something that I feel like does happen where people will describe people as conspiracy theorists. And then when that thing turns out to be true, there's no like, oh, hey, that person was right. Maybe we should have listened. Like you continue to deride that person even after it's proven that the thing that you made fun of them for saying turned out to actually be true. So, I mean... As far as I know, a lot of the, like, I, I don't know if the government invented the term, but, um, like, as an information warfare tactic, just the discrediting, like, or not, not even discrediting in a conventional way, but, like, making your opponent a punchline is way more effective than arguing with them. Um, and, I, like, I think a lot of UFO conspiracy theorists... Or, like, I, I actually, I don't want to introduce that while we're talking about conspiracy theories. A lot of people who, um, you know, think there's more to the UFO phenomenon um, attribute the, the kind of the conspiracy theory label to the United States government who wanted to make discussion of it something that people were afraid to seriously engage in because if you say it, you look insane. Um and uh, that, that I could be wrong about that, and that could be like a bit of UFO folklore that actually doesn't have any basis. But I've, I'm entirely willing to believe it. Like it, it has the ring of truth to it. Sure. Yeah, um, and I mean, shutting down discourse on stuff is is not that hard. Um, yeah, if if you just paint everyone who you know talks about this as a buffoon, so are you going to talk about it? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, and you know, at the risk of overly politicizing this podcast, which I would never want to do. Um, uh, but, you know, just throwing it out there, the Earth's not round. And if you believe that, I don't want you to listen to this. It's an oblate um, spheroid. Uh, like, the, the the big story 
in recent history that I think relates really clearly to this is the um, the early messaging on masks during COVID, and then the um, the reveal later on that the CDC did think at the time that they that they said you know hey don't worry about masks that masks actually were they believed masks were effective but they didn't want people hoarding N95 masks they wanted uh, like medical personnel using them and so they essentially lied to the public in order to maintain those masks available for medical personnel right um but it didn't I mean what I was curious about was you know yeah are you then going to see people walk it back and say okay well you know what did I think at the time and why did I think that and who had it right and who had it wrong and why and should we question, you know, what our sources of information were. You know, I don't I don't think many people budged at all and it just resulted in a lot more finger pointing that wasn't productive. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Speaking of COVID, I did have an interesting experience today. I was uh, calling somebody to just organize a, a trip that I'm de- that I'm going to be taking later and Yeah. She like she had a bit of a cough and she was like, "Oh, sorry, I'm recovering from from COVID right now." I was like, "Oh, that sucks." And she was like, "Yeah, I think it's man made." Um, anyway, <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, hey, what? Good, good for her." She's yeah. based. It was yeah, just did you, like, did you tell her she was based? <laughs> I did not. Um, because like I don't know, I thought I misheard her for a second. It didn't really tie in with anything else we'd been talking about. Yo, can was you introduce a, me to this girl? <laughs> was it a joke or I, I mean, I don't like know. it? It seems like the timing of that seems it's jokey. It's possible. The, the, I, I don't I don't care if she believes it or not. This chick is suddenly is, is the most awesome chick I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, I am a I'm really attracted to based women. Mm-hmm. Not um, but you're still not gonna have sex with them. No. Well, I mean, not right now. Mm-hmm. But but you know. Uh But maybe I, if you well, get like a guy and put a bag over his head with a picture of the woman. No, but so what I'm what I'm saying is like, can't we just vote to have one of the Biden deep fakes issue an executive order to make abortion mandatory? That's all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I don't think I'm being unreasonable, but no, that's uh, she sounds really cool. So good for you, Jack. What I'm gathering from this is that you don't think that COVID was man-made. Is that correct? I have not done any any extensive research on it, so I am not confident giving an oh, opinion. Th- no, 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 no. I, here's how this works. You you prove her wrong on the spot, or she's right. With facts and logic. Uh-huh, go. yeah, destroyed with yep, facts go. and logic. I'm gonna say that it would be a lot more lethal, probably probably significantly more lethal if it was man-made. Uh, okay. Alright, well, we'll we'll call that one unresolved for now. Can you can you have her come on the podcast for the next table talk so that <laughs> I don't, we can, I don't uh, know this person. She's just like the travel agent. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought this was like a friend of yours. No, I, no. Okay. Can you call yeah, that travel I, agency back and and ask for her so that she can come on our podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll let her know that I'm sure she'll jump at the opportunity. Oh my god, late afternoon gaming. I saw their late afternoon gaming. Yeah. yeah. Didn't click yeah, on it. I, I saw their ad on our conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I should have targeted more, talking about more that. carefully. Yeah, I yeah. saw Biden deepfake talking about late afternoon game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she knows it's a deepfake. Yeah, yeah, I, and I'll, I'm willing to go ahead and put this out there. We, we're behind those deepfakes. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
you know, I, I've been taking a video editing class at a local community college, and I needed to do like a a summer project, and so I thought I would, you know, create even more toxic political discourse in our country. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody has to. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think anyone else was going to do it. So. Yeah, everyone else needs to step up their toxicity game. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we're all being a little too nice to each other these days, and mm-hmm. frankly, too much kindness, disgusting. too much understanding. Yeah. Too much civil discourse. Right. It's getting old. Um, so, have any of us have any of us actually caught COVID? I forget. I, yeah, I had it. I, I, I had I'm it. in the camp of I never had it in a way that, like, I never thought I had it. Um, but I was a close enough contact with someone recently. Like, I so I was uh, in a car with somebody for a long time one day, and. Uh, they tested positive like the next day and so I thought okay you know this is probably it I'm probably going to have it as well and I didn't um, and, and so that makes me wonder if I did have it at some point and I just wasn't symptomatic I don't know yeah to my knowledge I've never had it I've never tested positive um, but I also you know I, I can remember the last time I got a test it was probably four months ago or something yeah Nerf, did you have it? I forget. I did, yep. Yeah, he just had it recently. Yeah, you know, it's totally man-made, but... <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> so, I can did, tell because of the how I was sick. <laughs> did it feel man-made when you had it? It did, it felt man-made. I can okay. definitively say that it felt man-made. I know right. what it feels like to have a <laughs> yeah. man inside me, and COVID <laughs> felt just like it. Uh-huh, right, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations on surviving. Um, especially because um, we're all anti-vax and none of us are vaccinated. <laughs> that's right. I actually got anti-vaccinated. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, he actually just had COVID injected right into him. <laughs> that's how anti-vax. No, it's actually after I had COVID, I actually went and had the antibodies removed. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just some guy with some tweezers poking out. Uh, so, like, oh, there's one. <laughs> yeah, got it. <laughs> no, I mean, I tried to get it, or I, I mean, I got vaccinated because I wanted to become autistic, more autistic. <laughs> oh. Um, and all it did was make my face droop instead. So. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Not a good trade. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's too bad. I'm sure there's other ways to uh, to achieve that. 5G, I think, is a good one. Yeah. Well, the problem is I had already pulled down all the 5G towers in my area. Oh, that's too bad, yeah. Yeah. It turns out there were actually 2G and 3G <laughs> towers, but... <laughs> well, it's, it's how many legs they have. That's how you oh, can tell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one's which. Um, <laughs> 1Gs but... are just poles. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the problem. Is the higher the G, the harder it is to get the tower down. But uh, my, my apartment, I have... Um, I have enough tinfoil in the walls, and I'm pretty, pretty well protected. It's five layers of tinfoil for five Gs. Right. No, that's good. Yeah. I mean, except well, for the vents, of course, because that's unsafe. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and the windows and the doors, and uh, and most of the ceiling. Well, I paid for a view. You know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, you know, come on. Yeah, but you're protected from your neighbor's Wi-Fi at least, so that should help. Which is unfortunate because you refuse to pay for Wi-Fi and you can't steal his anymore. It's it's really a catch twenty two. Yeah. 
Uh, well, something that we didn't do last time, I think, um, is uh, we didn't do inspiration. It's something that we we've been pretty uh, pretty lax on for the past uh, couple months. Yeah, because we never use it. So I use it. Well, I used it to uh, save my guitar. <laughs> that's I'll true. Say, you did before we get started with our regular inspiration stuff. Um, Nerf gets an inspiration this time um, for. For the amount of work he did in Foundry, which the rest of you are about to see, um, I think this is our first proper dungeon in this uh, in this campaign, and it's going to be good. Uh, and that's mostly due to... It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. 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 And so anyway, Nerf, go ahead and take it. Thanks. I will take that inspiration. Just go ahead. Okay. I'll take it right up. All right. No, but I'm For a inspiration, I would like to <laughs> say Nerf again, because we've oh, already wow. discussed it, but a lot of good character moments. I think he definitely had the most interesting episode last time, and uh, I think that should be encouraged. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll second that. Uh, um, frankly, I don't think, uh, Jack, I don't think you or I really did anything interesting last session, to be nope. <laughs> I'm being totally honest. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, it was really the, the Cockaby show uh, and I the Nerf show. a tree. You did. Uh, you got some good survival checks, and that was nice. But yeah, yeah, you and you and I were just kind of like sexy, you know, along for the ride. Sexy <laughs> and, uh, lumberjack. Yeah. Everything what do you think else. Eisen's? You know, when Eisen has a character episode, what's that going to look like? I think it's coming to terms with the all the the dead versions of himself and uh, mortality. Because <laughs> if you true. remember, we haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, one of Eisen's <laughs> character traits is that he uh, thinks he is immortal, or or has not like accepted that he will probably die one day. Mm-hmm. Um, is pretty adamant, really, about the opposite of that he will never die, um, and yet yeah. is has been consistently confronted with you know images of of possible ends for himself. Um, so you know, when will those two things you know truly conflict? When will he have to assimilate the information as opposed to ignoring it? I think that's going to be the real that, that that's mm-hmm. your best avenue towards uh, a character development. Although <laughs> so I, I wouldn't say that it's it's a big part. Every single time I walk around a corridor, it's going to be oh, another corpse. Uh, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going to be desensitized. And just to clarify, I'll let you know when you're required to assimilate that information. Oh, okay, good. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about the character development. He's got to cover. Yeah, uh, no, I will. Just, I will tell you I'll how you your character me. feels yeah. and what they think. Um, yeah, and uh, the, like the the only the only character thing I, I even did last time was just establishing that Light of Dawn really hates being cold. Uh, that that was it. I just chose Burr, to run with that. I don't know. Why. I, I don't know why. I wouldn't even call that much of a character trait. Uh, so, it, like I said, Jack, you and I did basically nothing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, it's all it's all Nerf and Cockaby. Good job. So, as as per uh, the usual situation, Nerf, your vote means nothing. But let us know <laughs> what you think anyway. Yep. I uh, I actually I think I'm going to vote for our our DM Duncan here. I. Uh, I uh, like the follow through fucking brown those <laughs> on on our on I our action. <laughs> I uh yeah, like I I wasn't sure what happened to Arena, but uh I mean, going all the way and killing her off, that was a that's a that's a bold move. Hey, we still um, don't know that. We don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> she might still be alive. <laughs> I no, I I appreciated that. I I mean, it it one it led to some some fun uh character development moments um, she's gonna come back in season two coming at, yeah as a remnant, yeah as she like, gets you killed me yeah no we didn't you killed yourself woman but 
But yeah, no, I, uh, that, I think that makes this game fun when our actions actually have consequences in the real world. Uh, you know, the real game world. So, mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the real pretend world that's i guess fake. i guess i should say the pretend world at large so mm. uh no that that was uh okay. that was good i liked it well nerf that was a perfect combination of getting nominations from the other players and buttering me up so <laughs> that takes you up to two regular um two regular inspiration and then go ahead and take a take a, a spite a nice, you know, a spite D4, D4 to roll against both of your uh, both of your fellow players. Okay, I like both it. or either. Uh, is he, get, is be, he getting two or one? He's getting two, and he's already got uh, one for uh, for Eisen from last time. That he right, and now he's got another it. one for Eisen and one for uh, one for Late of Dawn. <laughs> can um, I use a, this? The Amber Timber use, just got more dangerous. Can I? But use I'll tell both? you what. I want to. I, I want to give a special feature to the one for Shepard, which is that. If uh, if Shepard intrudes on a like a deep, heavy hitting emotional scene, <laughs> it turns into a D eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that would never happen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm done. I, yeah. I already hit my quota. It won't happen again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta pay attention this session. Mm-hmm. It's like Light of Dawn has to make a dexterity saving throw to avoid falling down the ladder and Dude, breaking his neck. Shitting his fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> Kakabi's gonna find a way to have emotional moments in every single room. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Kakabi starts crying. This is an image of my mother. (laughs) Alexa, play Despacito. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But sorry, Nerf, you were saying something. Uh, but, uh, um, oh, you, yeah, you weren't so, done uh, sucking my dick yet, so uh, no. Yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say, you can finish now. I was gonna say, can I use both of my eyes and dice at the same time? I don't see why not. Cool, cool. I just wanted yeah, to make that sure was on you the definitely table. do that. <laughs> yeah, Jack, yeah. you still have a d twenty to use against me from session two. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting until the final fight for that one. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. It, Introducing that might could make any fight the final fight. So. That's true. That's For true. Light of Dawn, anyway. Yeah. Wait, wait until Light of. I was going to say wait until Light of Dawn's the last one standing in a fight, but that's it's going to be Eisen. So. Yeah, yeah. Light of Dawn is almost yeah. certainly going to be the first one to die. He he, uh, he gets up close and he uh, he eats a lot of damage. Yeah. Yeah. Last one to go down is definitely going to be Eisen. Okay. Eisen's going to be sitting there at like three quarters health. And hey guys, what, what happened? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So I just gotta walk out of here and find some new friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking uh, of best friends, by the way, we do at some point need to do the follow-up for Corvid getting Rena's hat back. Because that will not stand. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I, I gotta come up with uh, with a good idea for it. We shall part four, baby. Uh, now, this, this will, it'll be a new one. Because you, you're not hunting the witch anymore. You... You're you're right there with her. That's true. Which which is daughter hunt part one, the sequel. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I, I I've I've been thinking about it. I just need to come up with what precisely it's going to look like. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Nerf, if you check Emmerich's character sheet, I have made a new rapier for you, um, and you have it equipped. Um, so the way it's designed now, uh, it is I I buffed it in one direction, which is it's now it's a plus two rapier, so you got a little going for you there. Uh, but you now have charges associated with four spells that you can use. Uh, detect magic, dispel magic, counterspell, and anti-magic field. Um, okay, cool, cool. So, 
Um, basically exactly what I said. Um, that's gonna happen. Also, I edited your character sheet so you now have expertise in acrobatics. Uh, because for some reason that, uh, choose a skill expertise thing just, like, doesn't actually give you the ability to do it. Um, oh, that, so, I had just done that in Foundry, so... Okay, thanks. Okay, well, I edited it in D&D Beyond, where now you have expertise in D&D Beyond as well. Okay, cool, cool, cool. 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 Nice. nice. 